Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. Broadcasting live from the Joseph Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome the beautiful, the talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Boone. Everyone and welcome to the Josie Show. I'm so excited. We have a great guest for you all today. Jordan Fletcher is going to join us to chat about his debut EP, True Stories. So let's just get right in it. <laughs> Here we go. Here is Jordan Fletcher. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Jordan Fletcher. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. I've been looking forward to this because you are an incredible singer and songwriter, and your debut EP, True Stories, is out now. Um, can you tell us about this EP and what you would like listeners to take away from this EP? The fact that it is all true. I think that's kind of a, a, a unique thing for, mm-hmm. for me so far, and, and I think, you know, compared to some a, a lot of music that is put out there, I, I just feel like I felt the best way that kind of express who I was was to just go completely literal. Um, and, and I've written a lot of different types of music, a lot of uh, stuff that was like commercial, kind of broad pitch, not necessarily exactly true or whatever. And it just felt like mm-hmm. if I was going to sing it, it needed to be exactly what happened. And uh, I didn't realize how cathartic that would be. And also didn't realize how many people would resonate with these specific stories. So yeah, I, I would like people to recognize that, that these are these are all true stories. And yeah. And maybe get to know me a little better, you know? Yes, and this project was produced by the incredible Dave Cobb. What was it like working with him? Oh, my gosh. Incredible, mm-hmm. you know? It's uh, it's a whole different world. Like, you get to go into RCA Studio A where there's so much history, so many incredible songs, and so many different artists, especially within, like, uh, you know, the country music world. And uh, we just kind of went in and, and recorded these things kind of old school style, you know? We went full band and, and just really went raw with it you can feel like uh like we we were pretty light with the amount of instruments we use like i played most of all the guitar dave played the rest and uh you know we just used his band and it just i think gave it a gave it a life that i think you know a project of this this manner kind of needed because it Mm -hmm. is all true it is all raw these are raw emotions real stories and i feel like it just did a really good job paralleling those two Yes, it was well done by everybody involved. And you've written, I have to ask, because you've written so many songs over the years, I'm sure you have a huge catalog that maybe nobody's ever even heard yet. How did you pick and choose what went on the EP? So the EP, um, it's the beginning of, like, it's the precursor to the full album, because mm-hmm. I got a full album that's going to be an autobiography. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really just, we, we, we were looking for 
what what would be kind of like a trailer to a movie? What would give you know the widest range of, of styles and stories and different things like that? Like none of the stories stepped on each other. It was all kind of uh, new material, and uh, they're all pretty uh, unique in their own way. So that was kind of the the decision when when making the EP. But as far as like the whole album, it, it was getting written as as we were recording it. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. I started writing the project. I don't know, uh, a year before I got to record it. And I didn't know it was going to end up being an album. I was just writing in, you know, true stories for my son because, you know, we found out that my wife was pregnant like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't know how long I'm going to get to do music for, you know, with the pandemic and everything. So I was like, well, I'm writing with the best writers on the planet. Why don't we tell my story? And it just so happened that, you know, my management team and label were really dug it. And so now they're, you know, we're, we're this far down the road on it with the full album and, all sorts of cool stuff and a single on the way. So, um, yeah, it was just getting written as it was happening, which is pretty, pretty cool. Cause I, I didn't like dig back in my catalog over the years for this album. It was all new stuff. Nice. I love it. Well, I'm excited to check out the full album once that's out and also the new single that you, that you mentioned before, but until then, I hope everyone checks out your debut EP true stories, which is available on all of the music outlets. Correct. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Perfect. Check it out, everybody. And as you mentioned, you have a great management team, Triple Eight Management, and also you are signed with Triple Tigers. You're a Triple Tigers recording artist. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, it's a blessing to get to be working with those people. The team is just absolutely stellar. Yes, I'm sure that's such a great feeling, especially working so hard um, with your songwriting to finally get, you know, acknowledged and to be able to have this great platform. I'm sure it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. It's been a blessing. Nothing short of it. Yes, and I have to ask, uh, because I'm such a visual person, I wanted to ask, are you working on any music videos for any of the songs off of this EP as of right now? We have a lot of different visual content. I mean, um, we are going to have an array of everything from music videos to live acoustic performances to lyric videos, you know, to everything in between on social media platforms and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're going to run the gamut with it. I love it. I love it. Well, we have a lot to look forward to coming from you, so I'm so excited about that. And I have to ask, because I always am curious um, for our songwriter guests out there, what does your songwriting process look like? Because I know for everybody it's a little bit different every time sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I look at it as like learning a language, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not an authority on it. I'm just about the way I do it. Right. Um, it's just you kind of have to, you have to get the muscle memory of, of learning how to speak that language, so that when you do have whatever the idea is, because I think it's such a spiritual process too. Because it's like, I look at it like you're, you're, you're coming, you're, you're going to a construction site to build something, and you don't have the the materials you just hope they're going to be there when you get there so it's like you sit down to write a song and you know you're as prepared as you can be but at the end of the day um the creativity's got to come from somewhere so i mean for me there's a lot of prayer there's a lot of just kind of being uh, aware of just kind of like what i'm experiencing and how i how i feel about it and then just kind of ultimately deciding what i want to hear like as a consumer mm-hmm. um and just being a fan of music and just kind of taking from what I like and, and kind of trying to make new music that I would listen to. You know what I mean? Right. So there's a, a million ways to, to write a song. And, and I think every songwriter, even though they might have some common threads in how they do it, they'll, they'll come upon, you know, finishing a song a hundred different ways, a hundred different times. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, that's, that's really, really kind of how I approach it these days. 
Yes, I love that every song that you create is relatable um, and, and not, you know, made up or far-fetched, you know, <laughs> rainbow and roses um, type right. music, but, but things that you have experienced personally that others can relate to as well, you know, which I think is why a lot of people connect with you. So I appreciate that. Yeah, well, I think um, that was one thing that was really cool to me and kind of a surprise. Like I said, I wasn't writing this project initially before I knew that, you know, the label everybody was going to get involved. I wasn't writing this necessarily for like you know wide acclaim or whatever I, mm -hmm. I just was doing it more for me exactly and I kind of wanted just an audio journal for my son like I said so mm -hmm. um when when songs like Firebird or whatever came out like the song's so specific it's like such a specific story I didn't necessarily think people were going to respond to it the way they did but one thing I found was um so many people would like reach out and even though the song's about a very specific car that's not very common Mm -hmm. um, everybody would be like, yo, that's, that reminds me of my, my, you know, my uncle's, you know, 87 F-150, or that reminds yeah. me of my, you know, my grandma's Buick or something like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, mm -hmm. you don't realize how, how quickly people can insert their own reality into the, the stories that you tell. And that was such a cool and humbling experience to see that. Yes, that's amazing. That's what music's about. You know what I mean? That is what it's about. It's supposed to be therapeutic. It's supposed to be healing. And it's supposed to be about about your life and, and to help others as well in their journey. And I have to ask you to please give out your website and also your social networking sites out there so people can connect with you after the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you want to find me on Instagram, it's Jordan Fletcher Music. And if you want to find me on TikTok, it's just Jordan Fletcher and uh, Jordan Fletcher TV is Twitter, I think. Um, mm -hmm. I should be way better at, at this. Um, <laughs> and it's just if you type in Jordan Fletcher on the Internet, you'll find my website. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm all over the place. Uh, and you shouldn't have to look too far to find me. No, not at all. You pop, you pop right up. And I always say, when in doubt, Google it out. Just type in Jordan Fletcher. You will find him everywhere. Um, That's right. Very easy. So please make sure you do and keep keep a lookout for the the upcoming album to come and and single and please make sure you just keep up with everything Jordan Fletcher and until then make sure you check out the debut EP True Stories which is available right now so please make sure you check it out and I wanted to ask uh, if you had any embarrassing or on stage moments that you could recall anything that just not has not happened you know all that well in person live. <laughs> happens uh, and I'm thinking of a couple I'm not I'm not having to look back because I don't have I have plenty of them. oh okay <laughs> and you have, you have plenty of embarrassing moments it happens. Um, I think the most embarrassing was uh, I think I was at Druid City in, in Alabama and I was opening up for Musket on Bloodline and it was the first time I'd ever used in-ear monitors which are just like these mm -hmm. like these basically earbuds that are kind of molded to your ear that but that like you know you, you get the sound Right. Of what's going on stage, mm -hmm. and I I done something wrong, and my in ear monitors just went out, so I couldn't hear anything. Oh no! So I played the whole first song. I counted. I, I I I pulled an audible, and uh, the drummer kept playing, and I just sang the whole thing a cappella to the drums, and was like clapping the whole time. So I kind of it kind of just turned into a uh, a crowd engagement experience <laughs> yeah. without any guitar. So. <laughs> Get involved, it was everybody. Weird. Mm -hmm. It was weird, but we landed the plane. So definitely awkward. Like, I saw all my buddies who knew the song, mm -hmm. like, in the back, like, covering their face because it was a complete train wreck. <laughs> all that matters is how you how you landed, right? I mean, as long as you, you know, I'm sure you're professional right. about it. Yes. 
I love it. So that's that's the most embarrassing for sure. Hey, it happens. I can see it. <laughs> it it yeah. definitely it definitely happens. And um before we go, uh I do want to kind of rewind a little bit. When you first found your love for making music, when did you realize that this was what you wanted to do? Your passion? To be honest, it was uh the move up here was pretty unexpected even for me because mm-hmm. I wasn't writing any music really i think i'd written like four songs before i moved to nashville gotcha. uh, I, I mean i was playing drums for like a local church and everything and I, I i felt called like out of the middle of nowhere i was like i was in school i had a year left and it was just like something i was just kind of felt like god was tugging on me to be like hey man you got to go somewhere else and i don't know it, it, it looking back it's, it's reckless and i wouldn't necessarily advise anyone to do it mm-hmm. but uh, i dropped out of school and, and and moved up here and i got to learn really, because that was my only experience like, with live music um, outside of, you know, playing in, in bands, playing drums and everything. But as being an, a singer and a songwriter, it was like, you know, I was kind of going to the drawing board and just immersing myself and, and getting to meet so many talented people in town. And that just kind of allowed me to, you know, after a little while, it, you know, to become, you know, functioning as a professional songwriter and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it was just such a, like, it was, it all happened at once, you know, when it came to getting to create music. I mean, before that, obviously, I've always loved music, and music's always been a, a huge part of who I am, and I've always mm-hmm. seen it as healing and, and kind of medicinal. So I've always been a fan, but, I mean, I had no idea what I was doing when I was in Nashville. And so I got a lot I got a lot to thank Nashville for, for sure. Yes, you had to learn on the job. Sometimes you have to do it yourself to learn, right? You have to get in there. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, and you did it. You did it, and um, you're doing incredible, and I'm so excited to see your journey and see what's next for you. And I hope everyone checks out jordanfletcherofficial.com, your website. Make sure you check it out, everybody, and check out the EP True Stories. And thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the platform to get to share the music. We need all the help we can get. Thank you. Of course, anytime. We are happy to promote. We will promote this bad boy everywhere. So we're excited. Anytime. All right. And since the last time we talked with Jordan Fletcher, he actually released a new single, Death and Taxes, that you can check out. It's available everywhere. So please make sure you check that out and share it all over with your friends. And I have a couple of topics here that I want to talk about before we go, before we run out of time. But I want to talk about JMA Fest and the Josie Music Awards for this year. So JMA Fest is October 22nd, and we will be in the Music Valley Drive area, and it is free admission, 12 noon to 9 p.m. We're going to have stages in the Music City Bar and Grill, the Troubadour Nashville Scoreboard, and Nashville Palace. And at the end of the night, our evening show, which is going to be headlined by Craig Campbell, doors open at 6.30 p.m. Uh, you can get your tickets for this uh, right now, and you can get tickets at jmafest.com slash concerts. And our openers are Rodney Collins and the Tennessee Hustlers and Alex Key. So that's going to be a great show. So I hope you all tune in for that and get your tickets at jmafest.com slash concert. And if you go to our website, jmafest.com, we will have all of the timeline of events and all of that fun stuff here shortly. So stay tuned for that. And then, of course, the next day, October 23rd, is the Josie Music Awards, the 8th Annual Josie Music Awards at the Grand Ole Opry House there in Nashville, Tennessee. And tickets are still available at josiemusicawards.com slash tickets, or you can go directly to opry.com. And if you go in their calendar on October 23rd, you will find us 
So uh, get your tickets. You will not want to miss it. We have some great award presentations, surprise special appearances, incredible performers. It is going to be a heck of a show this year. I am looking forward to it. It's going to be such a great time, so make sure you join us, JosieMusicAwards.com slash tickets or Opry.com. I am ready for a party. I'm telling you, October 22nd and 23rd cannot get here fast enough. I am ready to just enjoy some independent music everywhere I turn of all genres. It's going to be a good time, I'm telling you. And another thing I really want to, really quickly want to mention, which I'm so excited about and so honored about, we're going to have a Josie Show night at the Tennessee State Fair this year. We're going to be on the Opry stage in Fiddler's Grove in Lebanon, Tennessee. We are so excited. Show starts at 6.45 p.m. And um, if you want to get more information on that, you can go to wilsoncountyfair.net. We're so so excited because our Josie Show Night is going to feature basically what the Josie Music Awards is all about. We've got six artists that are going to be representing us this, ni- this night, which is going to be fabulous. And, uh, you know, the, the uh, prior uh, winners, prior performers, so it's going to be great. And they're going to be backed up by incredible bands, uh, an incredible band, uh, Grand Ole Opry, veteran uh, musicians, and Nashville Session players. So we are excited. This is going to be a heck of a show. So Tennessee State Fair, Josie Show Night, 6.45 p.m. is when our show starts. And make sure you check out WilsonCountyFair.net for all of the information. Yes. Woo. Um, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in, whether you're listening here at JosieShow.com or iHeartRadio or Spotify or Amazon Music or WTRB 104.9 FM. We love you, and we appreciate you bring, letting, us, letting us bring you incredible inter- entertainment from um, wonderful independent artists everywhere. So thank you so much, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Have a great night. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.